Punching Holes in the Darkness is a podcast by the Baptist State Convention of Michigan. It's an opportunity for pastors and leaders in Michigan churches to have their voices heard and to share how to best reach our mission field from Detroit to the Upper Peninsula. Well, welcome to our podcast. I'm Tim Patterson. I'm executive director here at the Baptist State Convention of Michigan. We want to welcome today uh, One Mission TV as our sponsor here at uh, Punching Holes in the Darkness podcast. They have been an invaluable partner with us since I've come here to uh, the Baptist State Convention of Michigan. What they effectively have done is they took all of our media resources and we put them together in this one neat package that One Mission TV takes care of. They're just doing an admirable job for us and have really taken us to a different level in our media work. Here's some things they've done for us. They've done web design, they can do logo design, designs for print materials, and of course, any kind of video presence and, and recording you'd like to do. And uh, they've really helped us enhance our online presence as they can for you. Great guys, great partners. You will be glad you have done this. They're really a one call media company and I think you'll be blessed by using One Mission TV. And friends, if you want to contact One Mission TV, you can do so at info at onemission.tv. That's info at onemission.tv. Now here's guest host, Dr. Tony Lynn, the BSCM State Director of Missions. Hey, here I am in uh, Houghton, Michigan, and I've driven 550 miles away from home just so I can spend some time with David and his wife, Jill, as we talk about the ministry they've had. And they may not know this, but I have oftentimes spoke highly of their ministry and the things that we've seen God do up here, number of baptisms, the church growth and things like this. And so part of my life and part of my desire, Dave, is always to share with people the story of what God is doing elsewhere. And so I know you are emphatic about giving credit to God, but I also want to just ask you some questions so that our listeners on this podcast, uh, Punching Holes in the Darkness, can understand uh, how a brother in the Lord and his wife are getting it done somewhere in uh, northern Michigan. And so, uh, first of all, give us just a quick rundown. Who is Dave and Jill? Hmm, who is Dave and Jill? Yeah. Um, we are probably not your typical pastor and pastor's wife uh, or pastor's family. Uh, we are pretty much down to earth, uh, you know, just a come as you are type uh, couple. And uh, yeah, just, just excited about what God's going to do. Uh, but but certainly relatable and uh, inviting for just all sorts of different types of people within our church. Excellent. Well, then let's just move to this question, because I, I think this is the one that presses on me. Um, I, I know a little bit about your past, but how did you come to be the lead pastor at Houghton Baptist Church? So my, my journey to being the lead pastor uh, of this church uh, is not typical. It's not normal. Um, my to start, I got to go back a bit. My um, uh, parents split up uh, when I was 17 years old. Um, of course, my dad was in ministry, um, had an affair uh, with the church secretary at the time, so kind of sp split our family up. And from that point till about you know, 20, 22 years old, I kind of ran from God, alcoholism, drug addiction, um, just basically doing anything I could to uh, just sabotage my own life. Yeah. And also just had kind of forgotten uh, who God was uh, just by 
my dad's example. So Houghton Baptist Church is actually the first church that I walked into after being away from God for all that time. In fact, the senior pastor at that time, um, I, I had met his daughter over at Finlandia University, um, knew that I was a follower of Christ, uh, a struggling follower of Jesus, um, and had set it up to where he would do some counseling with me. In fact, we would meet once a week at the time uh, for lunch, talk about life, talk about my college girlfriend, all the drama with that. Uh, but he was super um, just um, understanding of where I had been and kind of what happened to my family, um, brought us into the church. So I've actually been in Houghton Baptist um, now 18 years, wow. uh, started attending as just that broken, uh, um, just in need of Jesus type Christian. Yeah. Um, then I met my wife, uh, actually here in this area, we started attending together and then serving. So we served here for about three years. Uh, she did children's ministry. I did youth ministry. Of course we did that together. Um, but I was chomping at the bit to get into ministry full time, um, and just see what God had for me. I felt his pressing. So, um, the church actually hired me as the associate pastor, um, and then about five months after that, I'd only preached one time, um, our senior pastor resigned. Uh, so I was just kind of thrown into the deep end and I had a choice to make what, you know, what I was going to do, whether I was going to look for another job or try to sustain this church ministry wise. And so, um, did the interim thing for about a year and a half. We hired a guy, uh, for lead pastor, didn't work out. And then after that time, they kind of looked at me as a potential candidate, um, and of course, I had all sorts of questions whether I was the right person for the job. Um, you know, trying to finish my right. my degree at Liberty University online, yeah. uh, trying to be a father and a husband, and so um, finally, I just felt like God was telling me, "All right, I want you to step into this position." So, uh, yeah, I've been here now, uh, going into my 13th year on staff and going into my 11th year as the the senior pastor of Houghton Baptist Church. Well, man, congratulations. I think it's significant uh, that you had that history and, you know, just hearing the details about your full background mm -hmm. and here you are being a man of influence for the kingdom Amen. in tremendous ways. And I may be, you know, down below the bridge, but uh, the reputation of Houghton Baptist Church is well known. And uh, the significant changes that you're leading people in is something that we talk about, we pray over, we celebrate where we're at. So I appreciate you sharing that with me. Um, let's talk about this, though. Um, because, you know, we, you talked about 13 years, but let's just focus on maybe a moment or phase. What would you say has been the biggest pleasant surprise, the biggest pleasant surprise while leading here, mm. leading the church? Obviously, being in ministry, being a lead pastor, being on staff at a church, there's all sorts of battles and um, unforeseen fights that come up, spiritual warfare taking place. Um, but at the end of the day, seeing people uh, come to faith in Christ and then following it with baptism is by far our greatest accomplishment. Um, I feel like we have a great uh, church, a great worship experience, um, great people. Um, I think our influence in the community is huge and in our state. Uh, but seeing individuals much like myself come to faith in Jesus and then following it with baptism and then also finding a place within the church and changing their mindset and their view of Christ and the church and their need for God yeah. is the, 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 um, the greatest reward that I have. In fact, 
every time every time I go through uh, really uh, you know discouragement seasons of discouragement maybe bouts of depression uh, more spiritual warfare it never fails within that next week or two we're seeing more people come to Christ That's and step out in in baptisms I mean we just had uh, a period where I think we just um, this year alone we've baptized 22 people wow. um, and have led six to Christ in this last right. year and that's with being at a church for two and a half months with COVID yeah. and then just balancing everything and actually at the start of this last year uh, I cast vision uh, for our church wanting to do 40 baptisms and now we're not quite <laughs> at 40 but we yeah. didn't uh, yeah. you know we didn't expect COVID either but yeah. we've been averaging about 20 baptisms a year and for a church our size uh, I feel like that's uh, that's pretty huge friends I want to introduce to you one of our new partners it is GuideServe they are our financial partner who helps us take care of all of our nickels and noses, so to speak. Uh, GuideServe is an outsourced accounting partner for our Baptist State Convention of Michigan. Uh, GuideServe provides professional accounting solutions to churches and ministries all across the country. And they offer, they truly offer some comprehensive accounting and payroll solutions to organizations ranging from just beginning church plant to large churches and expansive ministries. And listen, if you'd like to know more about them, you can visit their website at guideserve.com or send them an email at info at guideserve.com. And by the way, if you mention BSCM, uh, when you do, it'll be a benefit to us as well. So welcome our new partner, GuideServe. You know, I think when the when the people see the pastor and his wife relate to people in a certain way, um, then they start imitating that. Because to have 20 baptisms and to have professions of faith and to see that kind of continually going on for the consecutive years that we've seen, it means that basically you and Jill probably share your faith, you you, you process evangelism in a unique way. So, so talk to me, because... Let's all give God credit for every salvation. Amen. We know it belongs to the Lord. We know that He calls people to the cross, and He's the one with the Holy Spirit that convicts that you know that that spirit to say yes to Him. Right. We know that. So we're giving God the credit. But apart from that, what is it that has in Houghton Baptist Church or in your lives and the people here that causes so many professions of faith and so many baptisms? Yeah. So without coming across uh, super conceited and arrogant and prideful. Uh, I joke often uh, with my church about being the closer. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I, Tony, I can't tell you uh, the pressing that I feel uh, mm. from God when I'm yeah. with somebody, with a couple, uh, yeah. with individuals from our church, knowing when the time is right, knowing mm. when the time is to ask and talk about it and be direct. I think a lot of pastors and leaders and church people, they just sit and wait for these things yeah. to happen. And uh, I'm just not one to to hold back when it comes to sharing the gospel and sharing Christ. And part of that is, you know, people see me as somebody that has overcome a lot. Um, I'm relatable. Uh, both my wife and I were down to earth. We're relatable. Uh, people can be themselves uh, around us. Um, but at the same time, even though we can be down to earth, um, when it comes down to the business of uh, sharing our faith and seeing conversions, I just don't hold back. So like 
this last um, uh, two months, we started a small group, mainly uh, new believers, young couples. Uh, and I intentionally put these individuals into our small group, not to just mm. have Bible study and do you know small groups like most churches do, right. but to share Christ and see some of them uh, not only receive Jesus, but yeah. um, also um, make that next step in baptism. Sweet. And so after I think the, the third week of our small group, at the end of our study, we had about half the group say, hey, uh, we haven't been baptized yet. Hey, we've been talking about baptism. You know, what, what's the steps in that? How can we do that? So to explain that, and then even after that one small group, I told my wife there was this other couple that's been coming, and uh, they're brand new to church. And I said, um, I feel like uh, Toby is going to come to Christ, faith in Christ. Oh. And, and so, like, um, you know, she just looks at me. She knows when I get that look that, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm going to try to close on this uh, <laughs> conversion deal that I'm, yeah. that I'm trying to work with. And so, anyways, that next day we had um, the couple come over. And, of course, we had dessert and coffee and we talked about life, but we got right down to it. And so his wife had already said she wanted to get baptized. Oh, and so I was talking to him. I said, look, you know, here at the church— I ask husbands to help me in the baptisms or fathers and, and just to be involved in that step of faith. And so I said, do you do you want to do this? You know, and he said, well, I just don't know a whole lot about the Bible. I said, look, uh, Toby, I said, I, I've been a pastor for this amount of years and I'm, you know, taking steps of faith and I'm still learning. And so to just share Christ, to see him squirm at my kitchen table, um, he <laughs> yeah. was ready. You should have seen yeah. the smile on this guy's face. Oh. And uh, so we prayed with him right there. And that Sunday he followed up and got baptized with him and his wife. And so we can, we continue to see that. And we just, we just want to make sharing Christ uh, in steps of faith, just a big part of who we are and what we're doing. So yeah, that that's kind of the the uh, behind scenes story. I, I I love your description, and in fact, um, you know, I I think what people don't understand that in order to close something, it meant that something had to be opened up. Mm. And it sounds to me like you and Jill and the people in your church have learned the art of having ongoing conversations about faith. Yes, about receiving Christ as Savior. Because I think sometimes some people make it like I'm so apprehensive they never speak it, or they make the presentation and then like. Okay, now that I've done that, we'll never speak of that again. Right. But you're right. You know, taking this guy, even in that moment where his wife is preparing to have him reflect one more time. Yeah. Uh, I think it's great. I can't wait to get to meet Toby tomorrow here in the church if he's here, you know, with his job and his schedule allows. That'll be great. But I Amen. love that. Well, I know we need to come to a close, but I just want to wrap up with this one last question because, uh, again, we're celebrating everything that God has done at uh, Hoden Baptist Church. But what's the next step? What's the next big step that uh, we can pray for as we uh, as we listen to this and we put it into our prayer life? Maybe at the end of this podcast, the listeners will say, you know what, I'm going to pause before I do anything else and just ask God to help Dave and Jill and Houghton Baptist with this next big step. Mm. So... We have grown by about 50 to 60 people uh, since reopening, uh, you know, post-COVID. Um, our church is running about 250 in size. Uh, attendance obviously hasn't shown that based on, you know, yeah. just restrictions and all the things going on with COVID. Um, but we, you know, we were running um, with higher attendance and two services back in the fall. We have not reinstated the second service yet. Partly it's my health. Uh, and then the other part is we're just waiting for more of our church to return. But um, 
couple of things. We owe about $41,000 on our mortgage on our addition. Uh, okay. I feel like that's super important to be paid off right. uh, so that we can make the next step with hiring uh, another pastor and pastor's family here. Good. There's huge gaps uh, in our ministry when it comes to just different different things that my wife and I cannot sustain anymore. We have a yeah. lot of volunteers, uh, but to put it in perspective, we, we were running about 45 volunteers a Sunday. Prior to COVID, we're running about 15 to 20 oh. now. So oh, we're man. waiting for people to come back. Yeah. Um, but new staff, mortgage paid off. And then, you know, lastly, um, just just to continue to believe God for more. And it, it may not come in numbers and growth and buildings and things being paid off, uh, but to continue to expect uh, just conversions of faith and uh, people ready to give their lives to Jesus and, and then just plug into the kingdom. So that's kind of our expectation and our heart and um, kind of where we're at. All right. Well, I know our listeners are faithful. They will pause and they will pray for those requests that you shared and we will keep them before the Father. And I wanna encourage the listeners to uh, keep your ears open because uh, in the near future, I'm, we're asking uh, Dave to uh, uh, create a video explaining about this health condition that is always kind of an adversity that he has to faith, uh, face in his life. But then how does he pray? Seeking the face of our Heavenly Father to help him through those days. And uh, I, probably something a lot of us can relate to. There, uh, Each one of us has something that uh, tries to slow us down or prevent us from doing the ministry God's called us to do. So that'll be coming out in the near future. But um, if you would, before you do anything else, after this podcast, just pray and then share this podcast with others who I think can relate to it. But Dave, uh, on behalf of everybody here in Michigan and, and in our region, I want to thank you and Jill for your ministry, for the people at Houghton Baptist Church, for the tremendous things that you guys are doing. Is there anything else that you want to say before we sign off? I just, just appreciate the time, the platform, uh, believing God for more. And I feel like all of us as pastors, leaders, churchgoers, we need to believe that God's going to do more uh, in and through us and our churches. Well said, man. Well said. Well, hey, listen, thank you for joining uh, another episode of um, Punching Holes in the Darkness. And we'll look forward to having you back here again. Thanks. This has been Punching Holes in the Darkness, a podcast from the Baptist State Convention of Michigan. If you have liked this episode, please rate us and leave a review. That will help others to find us and enjoy these conversations too. And if you subscribe, you will be notified when new episodes are available. Join us next time as we help Michigan churches punch holes in the darkness. Mm -hmm.